Are you ready to go offside? Because it's Offside Hockey Talk with your host, James Roberts. Here we go. As promised, ladies and gentlemen, I told you weeks ago we'd have great features for the NWHL, and now we're sitting down releasing those, starting today with Alyssa Turner running the social media for the NWHL account and the new Toronto 6 account as well. You'll hear in this episode, as it was recorded before the name drop of the Toronto team, that we got into the ins and outs of naming the squad, what it might be, and everything that goes into running the social media for the NWHL and the new Toronto team that just had its inaugural draft and is bringing in new players. What an awesome talk. Sit down, listen to this one. This is great for women's hockey, and this is also really great for people to hear and rally around and support the new Toronto Six. All right, guys, enjoy the chat. We'll see you on the other side. How's it going? Oh, you know, finally we get to connect, so pretty good. It's been a topsy-turvy time with all this stuff going on. Yeah, nothing's, nothing's set in stone time-wise for anything, it seems like. So. No, everything's always broken up. But, I mean, yeah, it gave us a couple stuff. extra topics to talk about, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Never a dull moment. <laughs> Not at all. So, yeah, like I said, we'll run through uh, just everything about you and then uh, obviously your time with the NWHL and... Obviously, everything to do with the NWHL, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. All right, so let's kick right into where we're sitting down today with Alyssa Turner. She is from the NWHL. She runs the social for them. How's your day shaking out? Uh, not bad. We've had, actually, an, an announcement go out this morning. We had uh, some re-signing news, um, so got that out. Um, I'm just chilling the rest of the day, doing my thing, uh, talking with you right now, but hanging out. Doing what I do. <laughs> well, anything can change in a moment's notice, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's pretty fluid, with, especially with COVID-19. You never know, you know, things could open up or something could happen. And plus all the signings, the draft. Um, for yourself, I mean, what got you into hockey? What got you into, uh, I guess, doing show, social media in general? Um, well, what got me into hockey? I've been skating since I was three. Um, so I've been, I was born into a hockey family, had three older brothers that all played, a dad who coached and ref and played as well. Um, so kind of been, hockey's been in my blood my whole life. Um, the social media aspect of it came kind of just like out of nowhere. I don't know, I've kind of been like a big person on, uh, Twitter for like a lot of my like teenage years and like younger years, I guess. Um, and now I've kind of just like made it into a career, which is which is pretty crazy over the last couple of years. But, yeah, luckily I've just been able to combine uh, hockey and social media, which has been a ride, but it's been it's been fun. So. <laughs> well, speaking of that ride, how did everything shake out with the NWHL? Did they approach you? Did you approach them? Uh, yeah, so one night, it was like the end of December-ish. Yeah, towards the end of December. Um, I went on a little bit of a rant on Twitter, as one does often on Twitter. Um, it was about women's hockey and just, like, the, the nature of women's hockey and the landscape at the moment. Um, and then at the end of it, I was like, also, here are, like, the numbers. If you invest in good media coverage, uh, I have an internship coming up. I know one wants to work with me. It's probably a long shot, but my DMs are open. 
thinking nothing of it. Like, literally, I was going to delete the whole entire thread because I was, like, just out about it, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I got a follow from the NWHL, and I was like, oh, isn't that cool? <laughs> That's pretty sweet. And then not only did I get a follow, but I got a DM basically saying, like, hey, email me here. Let's chat about possibly working together. And then also, they, which I didn't even notice in the moment, I saw, like, 20 minutes after the fact they tweeted at me so like everyone was seeing this go down and I had no idea at the moment but they tweeted at me and they're like maybe it's not a long shot check your dms so like it was like this whole thing kind of like shot my shot on twitter and it worked out in my favor um and then I started working on the Minnesota platforms for a few months and then eventually um worked my way up into the onto the league platforms so being a part of the league and doing all the social for them what has been the coolest moment so far for you that's come up and you're just like, yes, this is wicked? Oh, gosh. Um, other than joining the like league, of course. Pardon? I said other than joining the league, of course, because that in itself oh, yeah, is awesome. That was, that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if there's one specific moment because I've done a lot of my – so, like, a lot of those moments for me personally come when I'm, like, working – in person at games and stuff um so i haven't actually had that yet because i was working internally for minnesota during the season um i think uh anya packer replying to me and just like interacting with me on twitter is pretty cool because she's just such a legend she's such a women's hockey legend she's such a such a cool person uh so that's definitely up there and just seeing like just seeing the growth of like the social media throughout like not only the NWHL's social media but like all of women's hockey social media go from where it was when I started when I was working with the Toronto Fears of the CWHL to where it is now so it's kind of like just watching it grow over time has been pretty cool to see. So speaking of the Toronto Furies, obviously the Toronto team did come into the NWHL that had to be exciting for you to see. Um, I'm wondering for you what other growth would you like to see out of the NWHL? Obviously, coming I mean, Toronto's huge, but a Montreal market or a Calgary market, getting those teams on board would be huge as well. But what do you think the league needs to do next to keep the uh, the momentum going? Because after the draft, there was a huge buzz. Yeah, the draft was, yeah, everything was kind of like on the rise and still on the rise, which is pretty sweet. Um, that's a great question. Uh, I definitely think the Toronto team is huge. Um, the Toronto market is big. I'm excited to see that grow. Um, I want to see, and like, I don't need to go like the team route again, but like, I want to see a team in like, like Pittsburgh or like Detroit. That's like, I'm I'm from Windsor, so I like Detroit teams a lot. I'm a I'm a Wings fan, etc. etc. All the above. Not very good sports teams, but that's fine. Um, hey, the Wings were a good team for a long time. There's nothing were, to. I, know. I, I was I talking to. In my life, I didn't see them miss the playoffs, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Greg Hetherington last week. He does a radio station out there for CKXS, and he's a Wings fan too. And I told him, there's nothing wrong with being a Wings fan. Absolutely great team, great players. I mean, the gold yeah. standard on defense, you have Nick Lidstrom. So. You guys went through a great bunch of players. Absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with that. Being a Toronto fan, I do have to hate on them a little bit, but you pay them their dues. <laughs> they did well. Yeah. Yeah, I always, in Windsor, it's like you're either Detroit or Toronto, and then there's a couple, like, other teams in the mix, but, like, for the most part, there's a big, like, Toronto-Detroit rivalry, so I kind of, I get that. Um, but, no, definitely, like, uh, another expansion, but that's probably... I, I honestly don't know the business part of it very well, but I'm assuming that's 
a little bit out from that. Um, but definitely just building off of another like growth I would love to see is like building off of our Twitch partnership. Uh, doing more stuff on our Twitch account would be sweet. Um, like we stream all of our games on there, but using that platform um, for other content ideas and stuff would be would be really awesome to see grow over time with the league. Well, definitely. I mean, getting another team in a city like Pittsburgh or, you know, somewhere in, like, Detroit, um, I threw out the idea on the weekend of out here in Halifax. Um, you know, you definitely <laughs> would get some huge support out here. Um, I know everybody was completely bummed out when they canceled the uh, the World's Women Hockey Championship yeah. that was coming here. So we get it next year, but, I mean, there was a huge buzz around the city, and, I mean, I think in a city like this where we just got the uh, the National Lacrosse League here for the Thunderbirds and they're sold out and it's rocking and that's a new sport to town that not a people not a lot of people were, you know, familiar with, especially for hockey where everybody's familiar with it and everybody wants to see something new. I think it would do really well here, but you never know it might not be a, a big enough market once you guys get to rolling and getting to be the big you know, the big deal, the big ticket. Yeah, that would be certainly interesting. I'm all for more Canadian markets, so I, I'm stoked that we're in Toronto. Um, kind of funny to me last, like this past season, working for the NWHL, I kind of felt like a lone Canadian working because everyone else that I work with is American. Uh, <laughs> but more Canadian markets would be sweet. I feel like Halifax would definitely be interesting. Um, you would hope that we would be able to make that work, regardless of like whatever it might come with, but. That would definitely be fun. Oh, it'd be amazing, especially if you had a team and eventually in Montreal somewhere, whether it be Quebec or Montreal. I mean, you definitely have that built-in rivalry. But you know, to talk about the, what the league has right now, I mean, the draft itself. I mean, that had to be an awesome night for you with everybody like Pat Lafontaine, you had Stephanie McMahon, even Steve Dangle. You know, he's huge there in the Leaf Floor. So I mean, you had all these names coming out to do the draft. I mean, that had to be wicked to be a part of. Yeah, draft. Draft night was insane. Well, draft nights, I should say, plural. Um, The draft was nuts. That went from, uh, I've defined it as going from zero to 100 real quick. Um, (laughs) It went from being like, hey, we have a video for the first overall pick, like John Bucci Girl, which is pretty sweet. And then it went from, hey, we have a video for all 30 picks. Um, The names stretch from Stephanie McMahon to Kenny Albert to, like, NWSL uh, players and it was just crazy stuff um, so that definitely went from again 0 to 100 real quick but that was incredibly incredible to be a part of um, I grew up uh, a huge wrestling fan so when I got to tweet out that stuff named like mad video and I watched it before and like just hearing her speak about uh, women empowerment and women's sports and betting on women and then talking about the NWHL sent chills down my spine and not only did it send chills down my spine watching it, I had the pleasure of uh, clicking send on the tweet with it. So that was that was pretty uh, pretty surreal. Um, yeah, the, again, the draft nights were were nuts. I sat at my desk for upwards of two hours each night, didn't step away, looked at my screen the whole time, and just was tweeting away. But no, it was a lot of fun seeing everything like unfold and seeing all the the likes and the retweets and the comments and the the, the all just all the outpouring support uh, grow throughout each night was was really awesome to be a part of. Now, with the success of the draft this year and the way that it was done, hopefully next year everything can be done kind of in person. Um, Would the next step naturally be to do the same thing as this year but have those people on hand 
to do the picks and meet the actual people coming up on stage. So, you know, Stephanie McMahon being there, presenting whatever pick she's doing, you know, meeting the player, you know, maybe even giving a speech or something. Would that be a natural next step, or would you think that it's going to stay online for the next couple of years yet? Well, if you look at the names we had, I feel like it'd be pretty, unfortunately, it'd be probably pretty difficult to get all those people in one room. They're pretty busy people. Um it would be pretty sweet to, to have that. Uh, I don't know if that's the next step. I definitely think um, right now, especially like in this digital world, um, obviously like doing an online draft isn't, you obviously don't want, like that's not your number one goal. You obviously want it live. You want it like preferably on a, like on TV. That's the ultimate goal. Um, but it's also like a realistic thing, right? Like getting us on uh a Sportsnet or a, or I, I was going to say ESPN, but we all know that we won't be on ESPN because ESPN doesn't know what they're doing half the time. <laughs> that is the <laughs> absolute truth. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Um, so I want to say that's close, but I don't think that's a next year thing. I, in my opinion, at least, it could be. I think that honestly, this landscape is constantly changing, so anything could truly happen. Um but I definitely think keeping it online, but I would love to see us do it like more of a live virtual thing um, through our Twitch. Again, like as I mentioned earlier, our Twitch is a pretty popular following and um, it was a really good tool for us to broadcast our games, but I'd love to see us maybe use our Twitch um, in the future for more of like a like in, in real life draft, but also kind of online as well, if that makes sense, like kind of combining the two, but keeping like of both worlds like bits and pieces of everything if that makes any sense well you know i you can definitely aim for like a live show on twitch and still have the videos play for whoever it is just pre-recorded yeah. and then just have the pick there with the team or whatever the jersey seller uh, presentation stuff like that i mean you could even use the twitch platform you know and host an nwhl talk show where it's you know a streaming platform you can do a yeah. show based around maybe the opening we week of the season too, yeah we, we well, aired is that the ice uh, garden yeah so yeah the opportunity is there we have uh, a host her name's gamer doc that did some stuff for us this year she's pretty sweet so the the opportunity is there and the assets are there it's just all about putting it all together and hopefully next year because this this year's draft again was so successful there we go words (laughs) uh the easiest on a monday morning um but yeah, definitely love to see it grow over the next year um, and just build off of what we built this past year and go from there. Well, speaking of building off this past year, I have to ask, I mean, you did talk about the Furies for a moment and just um, get a little bit of the unrest. You touched on it for a second. We're talking about your post with women's hockey. I'm wondering for you, what do you see as a natural conclusion to get everybody into one league and everything going? Do you see the NWHL being that one league and maybe garnering some support from the NHL. You look at the uh, Boston Pride and the uh, reaction tweets from the Boston Bruins account and just a little rub there between the two two entities. You know, that could go a long way. I'm wondering for yourself, what do you see as being the, the best solution for everyone? Um, I wish I could fully predict it and like in a perfect world kind of thing, be like, okay, here's what you need to happen. But again, everything's subject to change. Everything's kind of up in the air, especially in this um, realm. Um, but I think it's all about coming together and putting a, uh, putting apart multiple differences on whatever side and coming together 
um, work together, uh, someone who has been preaching that uh, over the last few weeks and just her whole entire career is Digit Murphy. Um, it comes down to empowering each other and empowering other women and whether that is working together um, within the NWHL or whether that is the NHL stepping in. I, honestly, I don't know what it is. I would love to see, I, I believe in the NWHL. Um, I'm not going to lie, when I was at the CWHL, obviously you hear other comments from other people, and obviously the NWHL has been nowhere close to perfect. Um, we all know that. Um, but I, I truly believe in the NWHL. I don't know a lot of like the behind-the-scenes things. I, I, do, I do Twitter. Like I, yep. <laughs> I, was on a, I was on a show the other day, and uh, someone asked me a, like a business question, and I, I told them I was like the only the only numbers I count are retweets and likes, <laughs> <laughs> and goals and assists and, and points. That's like the only when it comes to numbers. That's that's all I do. Um, but I I fully believe in the NWHL. Um, Danny Ryland is, is she works hard. She's one of the hardest working people like I've ever met. She's incredible. Um, I believe in the NWHL, but again, it all beca- it all comes down to everyone coming together, working together, and you go back to the NHL topic. Um, when I worked for the Furies, uh, I did social media, I was in a social media intern for them. The Some of our best impression tweets were ones that the Maple Leafs interact with. So I think that, uh, that goes without saying how easy it is for... Um, even on social media, like, again, that's where my realm is the most, um, like, where my, uh, what's the word? Uh, Expertise? Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's where, like, again, like, where I swore and I know what's best uh, in that sense. And a simple retweet would go the longest way for um, for impressions, for follows, for everything. Um, and I think it's, it gets kind of frustrating because, again, a retweet, it's not hard. Nope. Like it's not it's not hard and I think it comes down to getting that support and getting that um, backup from the NHL and I hope I hope it doesn't take as long as my gut is telling me it's gonna take as long as it might but again I don't know this 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 area this environment is constantly changing everything's happening there's a new article coming out every day and it's all up and down but um, it co- at the end of the day, to quote Digit Murphy here, it all comes down to working together, empowering each other, building each other up, and rather than uh, bringing each other down. Because at the end of the day, that's what women's sports needs to bring each other up rather than bringing us down. So, no, one hundred percent. Well, I mean, we talk that, that article that came out. I mean, obviously, I don't know the ins and out of it. You don't know the ins and outs of it. Obviously, like we we're just saying, but you can only see that you have to grow and you have to start somewhere. And is anything perfect? No. Is there going to be bad situations? Yes. Um, you know, any small league, when it's getting off the ground, it, it needs help. It needs to grow. It needs to to foster different things before it can get to being a perfect entity. And right now, I mean, it looks like it's taking the steps. Again, I don't know the full details. I don't know everything. But it looks like it's going the right way. It's looked like it, it's getting the traction that it needs. And like I just mentioned, the Boston Pride and the Boston Bruins, you had that one tweet go out from the Boston Bruins with the eyeballs looking yeah. at the pick. And I mean, what you know, <laughs> that just just it blew it up. And what bothered me a little bit was you had Ryan McDonough from the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning up there doing a pick and crickets from the Lightning yeah, organization. Yeah, I didn't retweet that. I was a little, I'm not going to lie, I was a little 
little upset that uh, Columbus retweeted Cam Atkinson's, and Cam Atkinson actually quote tweeted his own, which I thought was fantastic. And if you actually look at the difference between the numbers, uh, you can tell which one was retweeted by the team and which one wasn't retweeted by the team. Um, which is a little, it's, it's a little like, it's sad, right? Because it's again, it's a retweet, and I understand different teams have different brands and like they have different ways they do things, and I get that, but. Your, your player is, is, is talking about a league and talking about a team and a draft pick. Like, retweet it. Again, it's not... I say it's not hard, but again, I'm not working for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I wish. That'd be pretty sweet. But, <laughs> um, but it, again, it goes to show how easy it can be to just bet on women and to just support your your hockey allies. Like, at the end of the day, we, we both play the same sport. Like, we say women's hockey, and we say it's actually kind of bothers me. We say women's hockey, and then we just say hockey for for men's hockey, but that's another story for another day. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah, there's, it's a different playing style, but it, at the end of the day, it's hockey. Like, we're both playing the same sport. We're both doing what we love. Like, instead of just not giving that extra step to support each other, like, why aren't we giving that extra step? Like, why are we standing back and just kind of, like, looking at it and wondering why is not doing as well well maybe if they retweeted it yeah it would go a long way but again can only do so much we just keep like we again we keep pushing we keep keep trying it'll come the support will get there we'll just, yeah it's just in the moment it's a little frustrating <laughs> no no like i said I, I was in the same boat like i looked to make sure to see if tampa would have put anything out i don't know ragging on yeah. the organization for Tampa maybe they have different politics no, or different situation not, yeah. but it's just that simple little thing you know goes a long way especially on a night where everything is so big you have all these great names coming out and doing everything you want to capitalize on that and you want everything to have the greatest momentum and there's nothing that should be negative associated with it because it's great empowerment for women and my daughter who's seven she was pumped to watch all the picks. I let her stay up and we kept refreshing the feed so she could see and then she'd want to look up who the player was and of course you know there was a couple from Nova Scotia so we had Carly Jackson she came on the show and it was awesome right you get to see all these different things so that's what it does though just that little bit you know and, and like I said she's only seven but she's right into it and she wanted to know more and you know and she, she likes the Maple Leafs because Dad likes the Maple Leafs. But when she got the opportunity to see this, it was, I want to see who that is or where do they play, and, you know. So that captures the imagination, and it goes that little extra little bit. And it just it needs to go that way, you know. And I really hope it keeps growing, and there's got to be ways that it can happen. And I really hope with this new Toronto franchise that with the popularity right now, maybe of the Raptors and, of course, the Maple Leafs, I hope that city rallies around them. And the other teams rally around it and help bring them up and just give the exposure and do something fun with it because that's what needs to be done. Yeah. Now yeah, we had the we had the Blue Jays uh, tweet at us uh, last weekend because I uh, posted a gif of uh, Kelly Babstock uh, kind of like hitting a puck out of midair and I was like, hey Blue Jays, check this out kind of thing. And they, they tweeted at us, which was kind of cool. Um which again, that that reach, that even like a small tweet, like they don't follow us, which is fine. But like they, even a small tweet goes goes a long way for sure. Oh, it's the recon- again, it's, it's recognition. It's not hard, but yeah, it's getting there. But I mean, this season coming up, hopefully, once COVID decides to disappear and everybody gets back to normal and is healthy and safe, 
you know, this season is going to be a huge season, obviously. New team coming in. Everybody getting excited for it. For you, what goes into gearing up for a season? Whether it's just for a team or whether it's for a league, what do you get set up for the start of the season? Um, so from my perspective, um, right now I am working for like on the league platforms and then I am overseeing and doing the Toronto socials. So I kind of have a cool perspective because I'm getting like a little bit of a, like a, a look at how we do things for the league and then how we're doing things for a team account. Um, which is super sweet. Um, prep for your season. Well, okay, let's go from the Toronto team perspective. Uh, I want to get like as much like I like to plan my content if that makes sense. So I'd want to have like my my score, like all my graphics, like game day graphics, score graphics, um, whatever it might be, milestone graphics, whatever it is. Um, have that all set. Have templates ready to go. Um, I really want to up. I want to bring uh, some like next level um, social content to to the NWHL this uh, this season from a from a team's perspective and from a league's perspective. But I want to bring some stuff that the team, a team account hasn't really seen in the NWHL. So I want to have some like gifts and videos and just content on content prepped, ready to go. Um, I'm actually going to start planning season six uh, coming up soon again. We might have COVID right now, but still got work to do. Uh, still got to prep for, for a hope, hopefully puck drop for regular season in November. Um, but yeah, it comes down to planning content. So that'll be in a sense of just writing everything down, what I need to get, and then going from there and building off of that. But it's going to be a lot, but I'm excited. I'm really excited for season six. So. Can you give us any insight into the name of the Toronto team or do they have one or, you know, a short list yet? Um, I can't give you any hints on it. It's coming out soon, though. So keep your eye out within the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, mm. I'm excited. It's, uh, Digit Murphy talked about it the other day on a podcast. It's, it's fresh. It's new. We're going to be, we're going to be the new kids on the block and it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Um, but keep your eye, eyes out. I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble here, but <laughs> keep your eyes out over the next couple of weeks. It's coming soon. So. That's going to be pretty cool. Hopefully, yeah. when when it's announced, obviously, a couple players which may be in a, in a jersey mock-up and get everybody pumped up, something positive, right, with all this stuff going on. That's going to be wicked to see. I cannot wait for Season 6. I can't wait to see everything you put out. And uh, I definitely will be uh, throwing a couple prediction season videos up for the Toronto games for sure. Um I absolutely look forward to the NWHL. I know my daughter's chomping at the bit to watch, so I'm hoping this all clears up. But I wish you all the success, and I hope I get to talk to you just before Season 6, as long as your uh, schedule allows it. But I want to thank you very much for taking the time and jumping on today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Not a worries. Well, it finally worked out, so we got her done. <laughs> all right, well, listen, thank you very much, and have yourself a good day. You too. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right. So as you heard it, that was Alyssa Turner. She is the social media maven for the NWHL. Be sure to check out all the tweets. She's the one putting them out for the NWHL account. And of course, as you heard, for the Toronto NWHL account. And we got a little bit of a tidbit. The name for the Toronto team will be dropping within the next couple of weeks. So be sure to look out for that. All right, guys. That is Offside for today. Take her easy and check her out.